On this episode of Bite Sized, we are watching and reviewing the 25th scene of the movie Twilight. For those of you watching along at home, that is from 3157 to 3315. And now, on to the episode. or afternoon or whatever uh, your time it is where you are. Hi, welcome to Bite Sized, the Twilight podcast that's watching the Twilight movies one scene at a time. I'm your host, Ben Bear, and I'm doing all those things that I just said that I'm doing. I'm watching the Twilight movies one scene at a time with a different guest every week. Sometimes they've seen Twilight. Sometimes I send them about one minute of movie, and they have no other frame of reference to work with. Speaking of, let's get into my guest for today. I have with me an actor, a comedian, a writer, Matthew Nielsen. Hello. Welcome to Bite Sized. How's it going? I am well, Ben. How are you? Doing fantastic. How's your Wednesday been so far? It's a pretty good Wednesday. Yeah? Yeah. I, um... Actually, just remembered yesterday that we were doing this. Yeah, which is good. I had I'm, to check. What I'm glad time you remembered. Uh huh. I showed up even on time. I thought I might be five minutes late, but boom. no, I was like two minutes punctual, baby. Yeah, you did great. You're here. <laughs> Off to a great start already. Oh, it's great because see, that's what happens when you're punctual. You're proud of yourself, and you can ride that momentum. Uh huh. Well, let's ride that momentum right into this episode. <laughs> right, and let's, let's keep that. It. Let's keep those good feelings alive as we get into this. I'm going to start this interview the way I start every interview on the show. That is by asking you, Matthew, what is your history with the Twilight franchise? Right. I am an unknown. Yeah. Yes. I know I have not read nor seen other than this clip you sent me. Uh-huh. I might have seen like 30 seconds a clip. I know there's like one thing where they may be playing baseball. There is a baseball scene that's and, pretty famous, yeah. Right. So that, and yeah. I think it's like comically famous. Right? Oh, for sure. Okay. It's, yeah. Like every time, whenever I was like starting this, getting, you know, people interested in this podcast at first, and I was talking to guests initially, everyone was like, I want to do the baseball that's scene. That's the first one. And only one person could get there first. So you, you've you never seen it, obviously, never read the books, I'm right. guessing. No. Is it something you were aware of when it totally. started becoming popular? Yes. What definitely. do you think were your first introduction to this whole world was i'm very familiar with harry potter so okay. it's like okay it's akin to harry potter it is but vampires instead of wizards you yeah know? basically and also more heavy on the cw aspect of like hey these are kids we're gonna love you know let's right. get into it it's more about the crushes than it is about the stuff it does have like a little bit of degrassi mixed in there uh, well, then let's get your just first initial impressions then. Yes. Uh, this one minute, 18 seconds is all it's of Twilight loaded. you've seen. This is your only, this, this is your how do you do yeah. to the whole Twilight franchise. What do you think? Is it, is it something you're going to check back in with? I mean, knowing what it is, it's like a big, it's three movies, right? Five. Three, five? Four books, five movies, yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a whole thing. <laughs> so maybe not then. It's I was a, thinking I could do three. It's a big commitment. <laughs> I think going in, it's good because it's like, ooh, there's a. I think there, there's so much in this scene I had thoughts on, you know, yeah. not knowing like, oh, where this is going, where this lies in the order of, uh-huh. you know, because I do know there was team... Edward versus Team Taylor Lautner, and I always forget his name. Jacob. Jacob. Okay, Jacob, yes. That's his name, yeah. Yes. So I know that was like a big werewolves versus vampires. Ooh. That is, that's the big debate in the movies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we only get to see sort of half of that this time around. Let's give you a brief, brief overview of the scene for the listener. Uh, we're at the beach. They're hanging out in a cool van. Everyone's getting ready to surf. Bella's there. Jacob shows up. That's about it. I'm thinking it was post-surf, actually. Post-surf? Yeah, I think they just surfed. 
No, I think they're about they're to about start. They're about to start? Yeah, because okay. they're like putting actively putting on their wet suits. Okay. What makes me say is they had the blankets on. Maybe yeah. it's just cold anyways. They're, I, it is cold. Like er, in previous scenes in the movie, it's it's like, I don't know, around the time of year that it is now probably there. It's like start of the school year in the spring. So it's still like cold. There's still ice on the ground. And yet here they are at the beach going surfing. That does not seem like the best idea. That's commitment. Those are that's that's as far as the surfer movie stuff. I've seen that's you really gotta want it, you know. That's yeah. Lords of Dogtown, point break. Stuff, right. You know? And when you think like surfing, you think, you know, summer, California, Hawaii. Right. Not like I guess like when you're in the Pacific Northwest, you sort of gotta okay. take what you can get. Um Washington State, I didn't know yeah. it had a really big surfing scene. I just think, I don't know, if it's that really that cold outside. I don't know that I'd want to get in the water. Yeah. I think I do know from experience working uh, with ice cream and freezers okay. <laughs> and working outside as a dog walker uh-huh. for a while, like I at least was able to reach this mental point of like, oh, I can do this. I can shed it off easy. So right. especially a surfer like that would be like, oh, yeah, dude, through the waves. Of course. Right. I did a lot of canoeing as a kid. Yeah. In Houston, where I grew up. And like even in the winters, we'd do it. When you know Houston winters being like I don't know fifty degrees, but even then we were always trying to like stay bundled up, stay in the boat, don't fall in the water. I couldn't imagine in weather like that intentionally getting in the water. Right. No matter how good your wetsuit is, I think it's a terrible idea. Yeah. Some guy walks through the vans. Uh, He the scene starts out with a guy says something that sounds says something that sounds like we're paddling out, coops. I don't know who Coops is. I looked it up. There's no one named Cooper in this scene. No idea what that guy is talking about. Most of this scene is just sort of Bella sitting in a cool van. Um, I've got to say, kind of jealous because these are all high schoolers. And when I was in right? high school, I did not have a cool van like that. Cool van eating Twizzlers, nonetheless. E- eating Twizzlers. Yeah, she's got it made. Where do you come on the Twizzler debate? Are you pro or con? I I like Twizzlers. <laughs> yeah. I, I like them all. You know, I do see red vines as different from okay. Twizzlers. Um, I like Twizzlers. My favorite form of Twizzler is, and it's weird, they only put them in the like Halloween candy pack. Yeah. It's like the two side by side, but they do have a hole in the middle because okay. they also have the Halloween pack where it's still the regular Twizzler that you buy in like the bag in the store. Do the twi- how, now, how is that different? Because I got to admit, I don't like Twizzlers. I don't eat them. It does taste a little different. It is a little more like, I don't Rich isn't the right word, uh-huh. uh, but I think I do mean rich like money. You know, okay. like, ooh, I'm a little more pompous. I it's like my little, Twizzlers a little showy. A you little know? fancy Twizzler. A little, like, more ah, circus is a little more festival. It's a festival Twizzler. <laughs> it's a money <laughs> festival Twizzler. Yeah. Love that description. What kind of, uh, did you drive a cool van in high school? No. no. I had a, uh, my whip was a 97 Civic. Oh, I had a, a beauty. I had a 94 Civic. Ah, so we were in pretty we similar were, situations. We were set. Yeah. <laughs> we were the cool kids. That's right. I mean, hey man, I had a car and that's, <laughs> right, right. that was good enough for me. But my buddy had a van. Really? I, yeah. One of my best friends and he was like the chauffeur of the crew then. Uh-huh. The parents' Honda Odyssey. They sold him. The parents' Honda Odyssey, nice. and so we had a Honda Odyssey. He took out the back and threw a, a love seat in the back area, so that was you know proper high school, right? That there. does sound that does sound like a yeah. cool van, like maybe not a beaded curtain like there was in this one, but like a love seat in the back. Yeah, it was memorable. I I learned to drive in my mom's minivan, uh, and it was not as cool as that. Yeah, it was mainly terrifying. Yeah. You know, yeah, you don't want to learn in a minivan. No, uh, you can feel the the wind and everything really move <laughs> oh, everything yeah, around. True. I like I was terrified at first because driving a minivan 
it's huge and you feel like you're going to destroy everything. And then I got my tiny Civic and was like, oh, this is so much easier. Yeah. I get it now. Bella is hanging out with her friend whose name I can never remember. And they're talking about prom. Right. And about oh, how yes. she wants to ask Eric to the prom. So I keep thinking that Eric's going to ask me to the prom. And then he just doesn't. <laughs> you should ask him. Take control. You're a strong, independent woman. I am? Yes. She wants Eric to ask her to the prom, but he hasn't done it. Yes. And then Bella gives her a little inspiring speech of you're a strong, independent woman. Really inspiring. It yeah. was. Yeah. And she has this nice moment of like, I am? I am, yeah. And yeah. that's what's so funny, because she's there. That's why I noticed the blanket. She's there like cold in a blanket, like very looking like, help me, you right. know? And she's like, don't worry, you got it. I'm, But really, Bella, you could tell, just kind of doesn't care because she's eating her Twizzlers, you yeah. know? She's like... You know, I don't care about you. Your yeah. drama. You've told me about Eric and Prom forever. Just freaking ask him already. Just do it. Yeah. That is yeah. true. They've been talking about that a lot. Is that a storyline of magnitude? Not really. I okay. mean, it, Prom sort of comes up every now and then. Yeah. And like the end of the movie is Prom. Oh, but really? Like, yeah. I And, you know, the, there's a couple guys, the, the guys that we see later on in this scene, both want to ask Bella to prom. Oh, and so she man. has to, like, get them to ask someone else, basically. Oh, but that's, like, man. not an important storyline. No, I wish it was. If it was, then I'm watching it. This sounds it amazing. That's so funny. It would be great if that's just all this movie was. And also there happen to be vampires yeah, and werewolves, yeah. but they're not important. No one cares about that. everybody loves prom. Everyone loves you prom. Know? Did you love prom? I I was lucky enough to go twice. Let me tell you that. Okay. Almost that, three times even. Wow. How did this work out? <laughs> well, it's supposed for the juniors, right? At least in our school. I guess. It's supposed for the juniors. I was homeschooled. I don't know how this stuff works. Oh, yeah. okay. No, well, actually, prom, it doesn't exist. It's made up. What? We've all been told just to say it. Oh, my God. You know, just to ex- talk about this time where we, oh, yeah, we all got hammered and had sex and danced and... It was great. But all the dresses. <laughs> Who and buys all the, all the yeah, dresses? Yeah, we rented tuxes and, and bought dresses. It's all a scam. And took pictures and rented party buses. Oh my God. That no, sounds yeah, incredible. It was, it was fine. Yeah. Did you go with someone? Yeah, I went someone the junior year yeah. and then the senior year. I think I had a better time senior year with my date senior year. Yeah. Yeah, and they're both listening right now. Okay, great. So I will say, Sabrina, I had a better time. All year. right. <laughs> Yeah. That's how funny. how did you ask? Was it? Oh, super this. Suave? Oh, this is funny. Actually. Okay, good. Then let's. <laughs> that, that's what I'm here for. Because the main reason I asked this girl was because I had a good idea. Okay. To ask her. I was like, I have to use this. Okay. Idea. <laughs> you were you still like gonna ask her no matter what, or were I you mean, just we were like kind of flirty? Anyways, okay. you know. So it was like, oh, the potential was there. Yeah. And um and so this girl took voice lessons from a teacher who lived down the street from me, right? Okay. And she knew I lived there, and frequently I'd be out in the driveway shooting hoops, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually. Just uh, trying to look attractive. Just being chill, you know, cool just as hell. sinking some free throws, because that's yeah, what the ladies like. three throws, a few layups here, fundamental ball. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's it. Girls love the fundamentals. <laughs> I do a bounce pass against a tree. It just, comes out. They just love it. <laughs> giving you, missing so that you can pick up rebounds. Exactly. Yeah, yeah just practicing. And I was like, oh, I can. <laughs> and I wasn't even artsy enough. Well, I was, but I was uh-huh. like, oh, I can get prom four letters. I got four trees on my front lawn. I can put all the letters uh-huh. on the tree, and then I'll make a question mark shirt, and I'll put it on a <laughs> shirt. And so she'll drive by, and I'll run out, you know. And, and, and 
So and it did uh-huh. it, and it happened. And, it, and she was like, and it was funny too because she was just like, "Yeah, okay." And I was like, "Yeah, sure." We were both just like, "Yeah, uh-huh. we gotta have dates for prom. We're not sure. gonna, you know, can't go alone." And the reason I, you know, that pushed me over the edge to enact this plan. Yeah, I was the drummer for our swing choir, but we called it vocal jazz. Okay, and she was in it. She was a singer, and then there was this other guy. We were so short on guys that senior year. We're like. Anybody who wants to sing and do show choir, senior vocal jazz thing, we'll take you. And there was a guy named Fred who was a baseball player. I'd known him forever. You know, Uh he just had the personality, you know, so he's like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. So he did it. And it was known that Sabrina likes, has a crush on Fred. Uh huh. But Fred isn't going to ask her to prom. Okay. And I knew, you know, and that person was hoping, but it's like, I know Fred. Okay. Uh I've known him for years. We've played ball. We've played basketball, baseball, not basketball. But uh, I was like, I know he's not going to ask. Yeah. So I was like, I'll ask Sabrina. You know, it uh-huh. was so kind of weird and selfish. All right. We had a good time. We got along. It worked out. You know, yeah. That's that's pretty smooth. I'm and not going to lie. Thank you. And I did not expect to share that today. And it's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I'm so glad that you did. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I guess one of the few things I'm proud of, I guess. Yeah, you really, it sounds like you really <laughs> nailed that one. I don't know that high school me, high school me definitely would not have yeah. been that swap. And honestly, I think I did it for future Matt, you know? <laughs> no, you absolutely, you did it for the story. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was like, I don't want to look back and be like, man, you did nothing for your prom. <laughs> You're so lame. And and here it is, paying off right here now. Here it is, paying off on a podcast. Bragging to the world, Love Matthew Nielsen <laughs> really nails the prom. Matt Nielsen went to prom <laughs> two years, man. <laughs> Almost three. The almost three is... Almost three. Yeah, see, someone told me they should have took me. So I'm like, well, that counts as three. Okay. Because if you were a sophomore, you could To couldn't... a prom that you already went to or to... No, no, no. I okay. didn't leave and then come back. You did, yeah. two different proms. Got no. it. Yeah, in our school, it was like, it's for the juniors. The juniors put it on, but seniors can also go. And then sophomores can go, but only uh-huh. if you're a date. Got only it. Only if you're invited as a date. Uh-huh. So it's like, ooh. It's kind of like, you know, a freshman playing on varsity in sports. Yeah, sure. That thing. Yeah. Sounds like you were super popular I then. was just going to say, Ben, I peaked in high school, so you're talking <laughs> to the right person. You're talking to the right person. Oh, uh, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I don't know enough about you now to that's make right. that judgment. And hey, 2024 is our year. Where were we even in this scene? They're sitting in the van. Jacob and his buddies run up and say hi because they're on the beach too. Bella. Hi, Jacob. Guys, this is Jacob. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hi. Hi. Mm, you like stalking me? You're on my res, remember? <laughs> Are you surfing? Uh, definitely not. I guess just coincidentally? Yeah, it didn't look like they were surfing. No. It looked more like they were like, which they talked about too. It looked more like they were like, this is our territory. We're patrolling. I mean, kind of, it kind of literally is because in the, in the movie, they're Native Americans. Okay. And that beach is on their tribe's land. Oh, okay. And so I guess it's just a cool place that, I mean, it seems like a cool place for all the young people to hang yeah, out. Yeah, certainly. But especially them be because they live near that. You guys should keep Bella company. Um, her date failed. What date? And there's this great little cutaway shot of oh. uh, the two guys, Mike and Eric, and I think Eric says, what date? And has this great look of panic um, that, like, oh. re- it, you really only see it for, like, 10, 15 seconds, but he really put in a lot of effort, and I want to applaud that. See that? that look guy, at, oh, yeah, his eyebrow moves a tiny bit. Right. I, he almost acts for a second. Look, look, But look at him oh. right there. He is terrified at the idea. That's Eric. He's terrified at the idea that Bella would bring a date. 
This also brings up, though, like, because that's Eric and Mike, and they're standing right there, clearly hearing everything that Bella was talking about. But they've also been standing there the whole time, which means they heard Bella and the other girl talk about why he hasn't asked her to prom yet. Oh. They had that conversation with the guy they were talking about standing four feet away from them. Oh, he is Eric? This guy right here is Eric. Is Eric. Oh, my God. The no. one that they were Come talking on. about, why hasn't Come Eric on. asked me to prom that's, yet? That's Dawson's Creek problematic there for high school you know that's like we can't do get away with that and just from (laughs) like from the movie standpoint like come on oh yeah like give i did not know that yeah now i'm upset you can't just have a conversation about that guy who's right there and expect us to believe just ignore it right like you can if as the friend as the wing person you're setting it up like hey i just brought this up right go friggin' do it it's, I hate it would it. be a, a bad, a weak move, but that look of fear in his eyes—that uh, the idea that Bella would be interested in someone that's not him—is uh, some truly is he, fantastic. Is acting. Eric into Bella? Oh yeah, he is. Those two guys, Eric and Mike, are the two that I was talking about earlier, oh, who are okay. both into Bella. But and, this other girl's into Eric. Yeah, okay. and Anna Kendrick is into Mike. Oh. And so this is now. Oh yeah, everybody's into everybody. Yeah. Yeah, basically. I it's mean, springtime. It, you know, high school. It's easy. Oh, to, yeah. Come on. It's easy to sort of get distracted and and start focusing it's on the something point. else. <laughs> yeah. She invited Edward to be polite. That's it. I think it's nice she invited him. Nobody ever does. Yeah, because Cohen's a freak. You got that right. You guys know him? The Collins don't come here. Yeah. And so you, who knows nothing about Twilight. Just going in blind. What? Why do you think that is? Oh yeah, I mean vampire. You yeah. know, I don't know about water. Maybe sunlight. Interesting. Maybe there's like a garlic patch nearby. <laughs> that's, <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a possibility. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I just I did get of it's very heavy mm-hmm. uh, handed of like this isn't the vampire area. You know, yeah. this is perchance the werewolf area. And there you nailed it right there. You know, yeah. Yeah, they're Sorry. on they're on werewolf territory. Well, they said it and I I had to go back because uh like first off, they're all talking very softly. Like yes. I can't I'm like, guys, enunciate and there's speak like, up waves. We got and the wind. wind. I yeah. can't hear anything. You know? Yeah. And so he's like, You're on he's like, Yeah, of course you're on But he says, You're on my base now, I think is what he says. Uh, uh, ben Lott, Taylor Taylor Lautner. Taylor Wolf. Um, yeah. And so I was like, whoa, that's one. And then they're like, oh, they don't come here yeah. anymore. And then that's big dramatic. So it was like very much, and I don't know which movie this is, but it made me think this is probably movie two. Oh, this is movie one. Movie one. We oh, are ooh. half an hour into the Dang. first movie. Okay, wow. See, okay, so the whole thing is Taylor or Edward. That's the big That's the, big the over, question. okay, because yeah, I thought we'll, that came in like at movie three or something. Uh, that gets settled up by like movie movie three, movie four, depending on how settled. It, it's it's okay. the whole thing, man. Okay, so this is probably, you know, at least the first half of movie one. So that's understandable then that they're really setting right. it. They're like, hey, that's this, and this is this, and these are different, and they even don't like each other. Right, because we're like 30 minutes into the very first movie, most of what we've seen in this scene and in the podcast so far is just establishing stuff that will play out mm-hmm. later on. Yes. So we're just getting a lot of information ah, that we yes. don't really need right now. And that's exactly that. You oh, did, you're into Eric and yeah. yada yada. You did just in that just in that one minute clip, you you nailed it. You figured out that yeah, Edward doesn't go there because he's a vampire mm-hmm. and that's werewolf land and they don't they they have a, an agreement. Oh, yeah. Here's the line, don't cross it. 
after they mention, someone mentions that the Cullens don't come around here, one of Jacob's buddies says, you got that right, and sort of laughs and looks around like he's waiting for other people to laugh, and they don't. Okay. And I don't know if that was intentional or not. Interesting. I think every no one else had like a line or any reaction at all. And I think from a movie standpoint, it was like, we just got to keep going. Right. But watching it closely for this, it really felt like he tried to make a joke and no one else laughed and he got embarrassed. Okay. I don't even know if I remember that line. I think it's nice she invited him. Nobody ever does. Yeah, because Colin's a freak. You got that right. So... Mike calls. Right. Mike says Cullen's a freak, and then one of the one of Jacob's buddies says, "You got that right," and no one reacts at all. That made me think that the werewolves, maybe one of them, or they know the Cullens are vampires, but like they don't know who knows or whatnot. You know, like yeah, you got that right. Those guys are freaks. Yeah, basically. I, again, in like a minute and fifteen seconds, you've managed to completely figure out this oh, movie yeah. that's, that's, that's exactly what i do with movies <laughs> yeah these guys they're werewolves they know the cullens are vampires okay. and they know that these other kids don't know either of those things uh, but they're still trying to be Ooh. like yeah the vampires suck because they hate each other have they existed together before bella or is bella a, no a, yeah they a have okay. and this is we'll really get into this in the next scene okay. about the history of them but essentially it if if I could sum this up as quickly as possible, and I can't, so please bear with me no here. No problem. The Cullens, they're all vampires. They moved to that area of Washington State, I don't know, maybe 100 years before the events of the movie. Okay. They, before that, were in Chicago. Fun fact. That's where uh, Edward Cullen is from. Then they, like, they move around a lot yeah. because half of them are, look like teenagers, and so they have to move. The way they hide it is they'll live in one place for four years, graduate high school, and then move to another place and go th- just they're just constantly going through high school okay, every so, four years. <laughs> but, as we picked up on this podcast, yes. my dream right there. I guess so. <laughs> keep going They've on. gone Edward has gone to prom so many more times. Oh than my you. gosh, dang. I'm so I sorry. Need to be a vampire. Um, just so I could do high school all over again. There's but a plot. It's established that Forks is the place in the continental U.S. that gets the least sunshine, like it's super rainy all the time. Okay. Since they're vampires, they can't go out in the sun, so that's helpful for them. So I guess that just like this is like their home base, and every few decades they come back here. They come back. Oh. I guess. And so the like the the vampires who have been around for a hundred years. Yeah. Are like the generations of werewolves have are all familiar with. Hey, these are vampires. We don't like each other. We have this Got treaty it. for a long time. Yeah, it's, like there's that. there's some real beef there. Do werewolf has Taylor been around as long as Edward? No, no, he's an actual teenager. Edward Edward is over a hundred years old, but Jacob is just like seventeen or whatever. Yeah, that's what I noticed with these. Because not knowing Twilight, I immediately I was like, oh my god, they're, they're all fifteen. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't much. know that. Uh, and then the scene ends just sort of on another, uh, you called it a dramatic silence. I really think it ends on a very awkward silence. It is. Well, I, I, I would say it's an intended dramatic silence. It did not work. No. It was not successful because the dude did not hit his line. No. At all. You guys know him? The Cullens don't come here. And everyone's just sort of sitting around not making eye contact with each right, other, right. which in a way feels very real to the high school experience, but is also like, come on, movie, give us something mm-hmm, interesting mm, to look cut at. Cut away, like do something. Do better at sort of building the, the suspense and the mystery of that scene. Yeah, I just don't know. a poor transition, probably. Yeah, uh, you know, that we were never supposed to notice because this mm. is 
it's five seconds in a very big movie uh, that was never supposed to be watched this closely. Right. And that's that's the story of the show. And these are young actors in of themselves. They really are. Yes. Yeah. I I, I want to stress this at every opportunity I get. I'm not trying to make fun of any yeah. of the young actors. I think they're all doing the best they can, yeah. considering sort of the weird situation they're in. They're asked to do a lot of stuff, and they do it to the best of their ability. They always do. Especially Anna Kendrick, who's incredible. I had no idea she was that big in this uh, thing. This was like her big breakout thing. She's got this. She's got Pitch Perfect. Yeah, this came out. Twilight came out in 08. Big franchises. And so this, these couple movies, the first couple of these, were what got her into this, like, oh, Anna Kendrick, she's cool. And then that got her Pitch Perfect, and she just blew up. And when now, was uh, Up in the Air? Oh, that's that a good was, question. Up in the air, I feel like was during oh, or after Twilight. I, I guess is some. I think during. Okay, because there's no well, way it was. Oh, I think it was up in the air. I'm gonna say oh nine. I'm gonna Google that right now. 2009. Hey. I nailed it. Uh, yeah. So nice. that that this is really the beginning of of Anna Kendrick's rise to, okay. to stardom right here. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's start to wrap this up. I'm gonna last okay. my ask ask my last question that I always ask in the interview. Love if you it. had to give this scene a name, what would mm. it be? And this is also gonna be the name of the episode, so make it good. Nice. Okay. This is good. Um, because, but I gotta think of this second one. <laughs> Because while I'm thinking, you know, sharks versus jets because sharks in the ocean and it's very to this versus that, you Uh know. So I'm trying to think of what would be fun to replace jets with, Uh which is hard because I also see a poster that says jets there. So I'm like, ooh, kismet. No, I almost said tips, but that's just thinking of the tip of the fang. Okay. And that's not funny. Okay. It's not funny, Ben. Don't go it. I I did not. Don't write it. I got sharks and, and (laughs) we're we're waiting for that last word. Sharks and capes. Capes. No. Yeah, we'll no. go with capes. Capes. <laughs> because vampires wear capes. Yes. Count. Yeah, they do wear capes. That makes perfect sense to me. And sharks are sharks like werewolves capes. because they're animals, they got big mouths. I guess. Teeth. Sharks Lots of teeth. teeth. Yeah. All right. Okay. And the vampires stereotypically only have the two big ones. Yeah. I see your logic there. I, you know, I wasn't sure where you were going at first, but I, I followed you along and I'm glad I did. Uh, Matthew Nielsen, if people want to find out more about you, maybe follow you on social media or go see you do stand up near my apartment, where can they do yes, that? Yes, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Mert Narlson. Spell that for us M E R T N A R L S O N, which is a fun way to say Matt Nielsen. Yeah. And I've considered going full Mert, just going by Mert maybe, but we'll see. <laughs> All right. We're going to burn that bridge when I get to it. Any shows to promote? This is coming out in the next week or two. So anything um, coming up in February? We produce Top of the Hops. It's a comedy show uh-huh. at Hot Butcher for the World in Lincoln yeah. Park. It's the third Tuesday of every month. All right. There you go. Go do that. If uh, you want to follow the show on social media, you can do so at BitesizedPod underscore on Instagram and TikTok. There's nothing on the TikTok yet, but I swear to God, I'm going to start posting stuff there one day. I don't know how TikTok works, man. I've just, I missed that boat. Uh, If you want to get in touch with the show, you can send us a message on social media or send an email to myfavoritetwilightpodcast at gmail.com. I tried to make an email address with the name of the show, Bite Sized, but they were all taken, so I got mad and made a complete sentence. Thank you so much to Ben Oxford my editor for putting this all together thank you to the band swimwear department for the use of their theme song mauled to death as not their theme song i always say that the use of their song mauled to death as the theme for this show 
Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I guess you can at benabear.com. All that information and more. Just follow the show on social media. You know what to do. Like the show, review it, share it with a friend. Thank you so much to everyone who has done that already. Just in the last few weeks, we've been seeing big bumps in listenership every week, and it truly is encouraging. Please keep getting the word out there. Word of mouth is the only way currently that this podcast gets any advertising, but maybe we'll change that soon. That is it. That is the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Bite Size Podcast. We will see you next time. And as we always say at the end of every episode, this is it. This is it. <laughs> see you next time. Take control. You're a strong, independent woman. I am? Yes.